Um, so it's been a while since you've done some headline shows in Australia um, due to your health and all that. How's it feel to be back headlining? Great, great. I mean, you're, you're referring to the time that we cancelled out. Yep. And um, I've never cancelled a tour in my life in 20 years, but uh, we were doing a crazy amount of touring. And I came home sick, and I'd been sick for like three weeks on the road. I'm not the kind of guy who uh, like cancels shows. So I did all those shows sick. And then when I got home, I had like two days to rest, and then I was going to go to Australia. And I said, you know, I better go see a doctor just to see what's up. Yeah. You know, and he just was fluid in my lungs and everything else. And yeah. So it was just from being tired. It was and just, just from fatigue. being like absolutely exhausted. Yeah. Not a lot of people log as many road miles and air miles as me. Yep. And do as many shows per year as Devil Driver. Yep. So that being said, man, you know, it's like. I just needed to take a break. Yep. And I'm, I'm sorry for the fans that didn't get to see that show, but here we're back. The shows have been killer. Brisbane and Sydney was off the hook. I almost had to stop the Brisbane show. It was unreal. And I'm um, looking forward to tonight in Melbourne. And then we fly out. Yep. Yeah. So it's been a pretty whirlwind. It's three days pretty much, and you fly back home, do you? Yeah, or? We just, yeah, we just fly in, we do the show, we fly out, we do a show, we fly out, and then we fly home. Yep. It's unreal. Is that how you planned it, or is it just how it fit in? It just, that's how it fit in. Yep. You know, uh, I would love to get some time off here. Because you're a big surfer, aren't you? Absolutely. So when you've been here in the past, where have you surfed? Do you hit? By Bondi. Yep. So, which is killer. Um, and even, even better, before I left California, the swell there was like, there was waves like, there. Was, me and my friend, we went, and my best friend, this, my buddy we surf with, we went one day, we couldn't even get out. It was so big. So yeah. I, I've been getting some time in. I mean, I took my first summer off in 15 years, man, this year. Yeah. And it was really nice to just be with the family and cook for my kids and be with my wife and go to the beach, and it was, it was awesome. Yep. Yeah. So that was July, August you took off, wasn't it, really? Yeah. So yeah. did you June, do, July. Yep. End of June, July, August. So yeah. did you do any writing in that time or anything? Or? I write daily. Yep. And I'm writing for Cold Chamber Record right now. Yeah. But my mind tells me what's good for what. So sometimes I'll write something and I'll read it even to my wife. She'll go, that's a devil driver there. You know? Yeah. And I'll go, okay, cool, stick it in the book. Yep. But I have at least 30 or 40 books of lyrics that I've never used. Yep. I believe if, if you're prolific enough that you can be proficient enough to write daily... That's what you need to do as an artist. Yeah. So whether you play guitar, you sing, or piano, you need to play daily, or you're going to be off your game. Yeah. So I write daily. Is it just coincidence that that whole Cold Chamber album announcement come around your time off, or is that what inspired sort of no, the no, writing no. process? It was for that? Ju- no, it was time for Devil Driver to take a break. We had yep. been grinding for almost 13 years straight, uh, but taking a four guy like me who loves the road, I think taking a year and a half or two years off and sitting at home is, I don't know what that is. You know, I'm a working man, I'm blue collar all the way. I was a construction worker, bricklayer. I believe in work, so I wasn't about to take a year and a half off, which is what Devil Driver needs right now, and to do a record, they need time off, you know, as musicians. And I just, Cold Chamber came around, we were like, yeah, let's do it, this is a perfect time. I suppose that's why when you say you write every day, if you're having a few days off, you feel like you're almost cheating yourself, I suppose, or? Well, I can only say that, like, this two months home that I was home it was great but I started to get a little itchy about in the sixth or seventh week like I need to get on the road and play shows yep I sleep better on a bus yep uh, 
it's just it's, it's ingrained in me. Yep. Yeah. On that sleep thing, I was watching your five tour tips. Oh yeah, okay. And you're going about sleep, and then your last five tweets have pretty much been about how much sleep you've been getting in each city, <laughs> or you've had six hours here or two hours here. Yeah, yeah. Is it a big thing about your preparation and just your recovery? Look, man, guitar players, bass players, piano players—they're good with no sleep. You yeah. Know? But a vocalist, you'll die. Yep. Your throat needs sleep. Yeah. And uh, it was good. I caught six hours last night. I've caught a total of uh, maybe eight hours in three days. It's yep. uh, pretty grindy. But I work real well. I suffer from ADHD horribly, so I work good off five hours, yep. five or six hours. I'm, I'm up immediately. You know, so. Yeah. So what's your pre-show preparation like nowadays? Because you're 48, is that right? Or I am. Yep. So I, am. I suppose it's a little bit different to 10 or 15 years ago, isn't it? Or Oh, yeah. 10 yeah. or 15 years ago was, you know, I don't know, start drinking four hours early or whatever. Yep. You know, now I try to do yoga, hit the gym, you know, run if I can, if there's something in the hotel, uh, yep. you know, or get a little meditative time in my hotel room. And then I like to go down and have a couple cocktails with my band and, and get that bonding time with the other bands on the tour and everything else. That's the excitement for me about touring is being around all sorts of other people. You know, like you heard me ask Mike uh, earlier when he walked by, I said, hey, when are we starting tonight? You know, and he said 8.30. That means we go on at 10.30 at 8.30, let's get together, have some cocktails and, yeah. and hang out and be brothers. Yeah. yeah. Um, we follow a lot of uh, band members and a lot of bands on our Twitter account. We notice how much you retweet and plug stuff. Um, do you enjoy that interaction with fans and that side of it? It's good for me because I'm terribly antisocial. I picked the wrong job. People have told me a million times. Yeah. You know, uh, you get me in a group of a room full of more than maybe what's here now and yep. I'm the first to split. Yeah. So it, it's great with me. I can, it's a connection that I can give them and I can give myself to them without having to put myself in a position of, you know, walking into a room of, you know, thousands of people on Twitter and going, hi, everybody. How are you? You know? Yeah. I remember one of your quotes from your interview with Ricky from our website was the fact that you use us so much. You're such road monsters now, back to all the miles you're logging up and obviously in the bus and that. Does it fatigue you and is it just... Uh, does it wear you down, or are you so used to it now, I suppose, in regards to that? Sleep. If I get sleep, sleep, it doesn't matter where I'm at. If I'm at home, if I'm on a bus, if I get sleep, I'm good. Yeah. And sleep is like six hours. Like if I get six hours a night, I'm good to go. Do you um, find it hard to settle down once you get home from all this travel? It usually takes me about three days, absolutely. Yep. And um, what has really helped is... is like kind of learning to come home and, and shut my phone off, which is a difficult thing when you have managers and agents and people calling it. I just I just shut it off and I put it in a corner. And the people who really got to get a hold of me in an emergency will call my wife or whatever. And that's good for me. I just shut it off for a couple of days, come back to reality. You know, uh, I'm the typical Italian father. Get up, and make breakfast for my kids in the morning and dinner at night, and hang out with the family. And once I get three days of that. Good. Yep. Um, it seems like you have a really good working relationship with Soundwave and AJ from Soundwave. What's the relationship like there? Uh, I would say he's a very, very close friend. Yep. And a mentor and somebody that I appreciate uh, as a friend. Yep. And uh, then I can look at him as a businessman as well. I definitely appreciate what he's doing for so many bands all over the world, bringing him here. Um, the guy's a very passionate person. Again, passion plays into it. If yep. you're going to be successful, you got to be passionate. Yep. Uh, I just I got an email from him, you know, this morning that said, you know, I'm doing, I'm working on 117 things because we didn't get to have lunch together yesterday. Yep. And uh, he said, I'm just, I'm so busy. I'm working on 117 things, and I had to kind of tell him, hey, take a minute for yourself, you know. Yeah. Um, he's a great guy, man. If you ever get to meet him, very passionate individual. 
and that's that's good. He's bringing music to this country, man. Yeah. He's bringing me to this country, and I thank him for everything he's done. You deal with a lot of promoters. Is he up there amongst all the ones you deal with? Do you have relationships as closely with a lot of others? Or? I do. I, I, I think you have to have relationships with everybody you deal with. You know, I, I don't know when it was. It was like maybe a couple years back, maybe like five or six years back. I was watching late night TV. My wife was asleep next to me. It was like four in the morning. I was up, and I saw something with Donald Trump. And he said, you want to be successful in this business? Have a relationship with your bankers. And I said, well, okay. So what does that mean for me? That means have a relationship with your managers, your agents, your promoters, all the people that really matter in your business. So I've made great friends all over the world by putting myself out there and trying to not only be a businessman, but also be friendly with the people that I do business with. And AJ is one of them. I consider him a family. I mean, he flew my wife and children down here and took care of us. That's, uh, you don't find that in most people. Yeah. You know, that guy's got a heart the size of Australia. So yeah. You guys should be real proud of him here. Yeah. Really. Oh, that's great. Well, thanks for your time today, Des. More than welcome. Appreciate it. More than welcome.